0: and welcome to the 90 Minute Cynic Podcast. I am your host, Lou McCaffrey, and tonight I'm joined by three of the good guys. Cheers. I'm trying to be positive. Uh, that was the, the dulcet tones of Christopher Baud. You well. Oh, nice. <laughs> Strong. Um, <laughs> wow. Celtic man himself. Um, Christopher Gallagher. Hello and welcome. Thank you. And uh, my esteemed colleague, Christopher Somani. Good evening. Three Chris's. So, um, to start off, um, the Patreon, um, we have had a bit bit of big news this week, Christopher?
1: We have. um, The big news we have is that we basically released the opportunity for our patrons to come to our live show, which will be on the November the 20th. The idea was we released it to the patrons. Um, that's one of the benefits of being um, a patron of the 90 minute cynic and uh, any tickets outside of that, um, we would release to a public uh, sale. Unfortunately, the the patrons have, uh, have gobbled up all the tickets and <laughs> gobbled- nice. <laughs> I thought that worked all right before yeah. you both. Left. Bunch of gobblers. Um, Jesus, uh, but no. So all the tickets are are gone um, for the live show. They sold out and about gubbed. all been gubbed. all been gubbed in about 20, 20, 20 hours or something. Um, but hundred tickets, um, we kept it small because we didn't want to kind of you know we just wanted to make it the first one sort of a bit little bit more relaxed. Um, so hundred tickets have went. All of the money will be, all the ticket money that we make is going to the Celtic Foundation. Um, so hopefully we'll have a big, uh, healthy donation to give them. We'll report on that um, when, when the event's finished and we'll kind of report on what we've actually donated. Also Frankie is going to be doing stuff. She's got posters that are going to be available and, uh, you know, it's going to be terrific. It's all in all for a good cause and it's a chance to come and meet the Cynics. Um, obviously this hasn't been given the opportunity for a general sale, but in the future we'll work towards that. Yep,
0: and uh, I, I, I know I'll be practicing my um what do you call it, autograph cuz obviously depressed. I'm expecting a big night. I'm going to have a merch stand. Yeah, with all my favorite hits, all
1: my greatest hits. You want take t-shirts. a few hits that yeah. night, I think. How do you? Also see the uh, he said there I'll, I'll have a merch stand with um, uh, all the stuff if he arr- arranges it, absolutely, but if he thinks anyone else is doing no, it... No, no, right.
0: I'll arrange it, but all proceeds will be going to me. <laughs>
1: um,
2: so, that's uh, It's eight quid on your tail then, isn't it? After your mum buys a t-shirt.
1: So. Always try to belittle me. Anyway, um, more about the Patreon, Christopher? Yes, patreon.com slash 90 cynic. Here's what you're missing. Hello and welcome to the 90 cynic lunch club. As you can clearly see, I'm definitely not Christopher Gallagher. He's a match winner. Um, he is hes in the form of his life
2: the, the kind of chemistry that they have is incredible One's
1: the playmaker One, one is so much more offensive than the yeah. other one um, Anyway uh, Celtic move on to, to Cluj at home with, with a point on the board and a good start
2: It was as composed a performance as I've seen from us in Europe
3: Get your best players in the best positions and then use the versatility of other players for the other positions. That's what I would prefer.
2: If you could get the option to improve on what you've got, you take it, and that's what we've
1: done. So I think that's a big thing. I love that. What a great tease. I can't wait.
0: Also, if you haven't done so already, iTunes, Review... I know people aren't doing it because I'm checking now. I've started <laughs> checking again. It's became a thing for
4: me again. I um, thought iTunes was dead. I thought they were getting rid of it. Or did you just did you just rebadge
1: it?
0: They've rebadged it. I, I,
1: I rebadged it, it now. Uh, flipboard <laughs> All right. um that's great. the sort of humor you're going to hear at the live 90 minutes podcast <laughs> it'll be brilliant
0: um and also the website because there's been loads of uh content up on the website in the past couple of
1: weeks 90 com. the website has been has been really great a lot of really good content uh there's going to be a lot of changes coming uh within the turn of the year we've got a lot of ideas and essentially the whole world of 90 minutes and is going to be turned on its head in a very very positive way um that'll involve um a lot of really interesting stuff, so keep a watch out for that. But currently, uh, Stephen is uh, running the website, and he's doing an absolutely terrific job. Um, some of the stuff's gone up has been terrific. Also, I just want to point out, if, the, if this sounds a little bit funny, it's because I ordered a microphone yeah two days ago. It's not came. All the other guys have got fancy microphones. My microphone's a bit crap. That's <laughs> because yours is probably gold or something, isn't it? Mine is gold, but this is like infinitely cheaper than the, <laughs> the fancy ones that you both can and I,
4: like I can't attest to that. That's, that's one of the, the OG makes. Yeah, it's um, an
1: absolute shanter. Road. Aye, that's the fancy new ones, aye. It's a nice make. Aye, Australian. So if I sound a wee bit weird, it's just because uh, this makes old, but from next week, it's going to be delicious. So unless it comes halfway through and then I'll just... Strap it
0: on. Well, thankfully, I'm the host and my mic's cracking. So, <laughs> I think um, we
1: better get, get on, the on the football.
0: Way, Aye. Yeah. So, last uh, last week we were um, previewing the Rennes game. Um, so, the the Rennes game finished one each. It was a pretty pretty big night for Celtic in Europe. Um, I think personally, I was 100% accurate in my prediction. I did say 1-1, one, one, I think, bowed.
4: No, I said 2-1 at Rennes. That was, said, was the was first diver, ever, I think. I wasn't here. You. you weren't here. It's a couple of two-eaches. Someone,
0: some, someone... Um, oh, it was
1: Stu. Was it Stu? Stu said one-each. I, I said, said two-each. Well, I had a draw, so I'm happy with that.
0: So, Manny, what did you what we did said you we lose.
1: I said we'd
4: lose, and <laughs> I also said Cluj won't get no points <laughs> from the table or even from the domestic league. So. That's I mean right, you did. You actually did say that, yeah. That's also
0: the... That's, yeah. the expert. That's the expert knowledge that you'll be getting at the live show. Anyway, uh, so Manny, what did you think of the performance?
2: Yeah, it was good. Um, you were on the reaction, I of to say, I was on the reaction pod, so of course you'll understand how I feel about the game, as oh, soon uh, as you're a I regular listen, listener. Listen to every minute. That I record, you do. Absolutely. Know. But anyway, yeah, it was um, it was a really pleasing performance. I... Um, uh, the composure is the word I used on, on, on the reaction pod and it's it, it's the one word that you need to take away from it. Even when we went a goal down, um we didn't panic. There was the goal wasn't a result of a torrent of attacks from Wren. It was a mistake by Ayer, which we can maybe come to a bit later on. But it it was it, it was a an isolated moment, shall we say, in the game as opposed to, you know, us folding under pressure and conceding one sometimes two goals in yeah. quick succession. Whereas this, even when we went a goal behind, you know, nobody's head went down. We just kind of faced on, um, went on with the game, took them head on, and um, we got our just rewards. Probably, there wasn't that many clear-cut chances, really, for either side, I wouldn't say. That was the one thing I will say about the game. Um, But I still felt a bit aggrieved that we didn't get all three points. But overall, the performance for me was just, it, it was really good. It was so unlike us away from home in Europe that... You just have to be happy with it.
0: Bow does, you know, we're playing against a team that are only, at the time, only two points behind PSG in their domestic league, sitting in second. Does that, the fact that Samari says there, the fact that we were probably kind of disappointed that we didn't come away with all three points, does that show that we are a better proposition in Europe under Neil Lennon?
4: Potentially, aye. I, I mean, I think that's one of the things I'd. I'd said about Lennon as much as you know. I'm, I'm not going to say he's a better coach than the rat, but when it comes to playing in Europe, especially away, I think he's he's more likely to do something as opposed to let's go and try and you know pass bus off the park. People um, always say we should be more pragmatic. Was it more pra- pragmatic then? Absolutely, um, and but the, I mean the big point I think really is what Sarmani touched on. This was Celtic away from Europe, and we looked. Looked absolutely at home. We looked composed. We did not look shocked, or sh- you know, we we didn't lose the head when they scored their goal. Um, big shout out to Ryan Christie, who again, he's not Ryan Christie doesn't just look good. He looks, he looks like an experienced pro. he's, he's got a, he's got a head on him. He just the the composure to take the penalty and score it. It, it was a fantastic performance.
0: I, I must admit I was a little nervous when he got up to take the penalty Because I just assumed it would have been Eddie But he'd a penalty taker now yeah, yeah. He just takes Fan- all the penalties Fantastic penalty um, Obviously we we had um, The Ayers mistake had kind of cost us And we've seen so many times at Celtic When we Usually in Europe we lose a goal due to a Individual error and we usually capitulate Afterwards but we didn't And we managed to, to get ourselves Back in the game and, and you know, took something from the game. It did get very heated though. Towards the end, we saw Bio coming on, getting a red
1: card. That uh, sh- that was I mean, all. That was all atmosphere. Wasn't it? decision! Uh, the referee waves his hand, and I don't think he even gets a call from his from his linesman. <laughs> I think it, it totally influenced by the by the atmosphere, by the fans, by the player, and. Uh, uh, appalling absolutely appalling decision i feel sorry for bio because you know and cham had the opportunity to slide him in to slip him in and he, he didn't if he had slipped him in and he scores the second goal that's your you know that's your celtic career really kicking off but instead he's now sent off so not probably not going to be available for the the close game at home so has to take a step back if someone comes in and does well you know again you kind of drop back to the the, the the third striker role i feel sorry from from that from that point of view i think it really is um a massive, massive um, pat on the back that after this game, uh, we we mentioned it on the reaction podcast, um, patreon.com slash 90 um, that if we'd lost that game, um, I think we would still be sitting here like, that was really good. It's just yeah, sometimes you absolutely. lose games of football and that, that's unlucky. Yeah, you, but
4: would, you would have been happy with that performance, even yeah. if we lost 2-1 or something. Would that's
1: be- all I think we were really looking for. We are re- looking for a really a good performance that shows that we have learned which i think that performance did show that we've learned from from our mistakes of the past but also just the fact that we weren't fucking playing about with it at the back and we weren't trying to you know play this like you know pass them to death we did play a very smart game and uh you know Listen, we've all criticised Lennon, but he's absolutely got his spot on this time, and uh, you know, more power to him.
0: I think I think one thing that kind of stood out for me was we looked we looked compact and and very quickly back into our shape when we lost the ball. And we looked. We, we just looked a, a lot more solid. That you know, it would take more to break us down. Um, and I and I thought Ren would probably bring more to the table. I, I was quite surprised at them for a team that have got a lot of success just now. Um,
1: they they sold. I mean, they sold. like they sold. They spent. They got for something like forty eight million quid in the summer and spent something like forty six. Like they they've sold a lot of key players, but they've brought a lot of big players in as well. Yeah. And and the fact is. Let's not under. Let's not turn around and say, "Oh, Reigns didn't turn up." Celtic no. didn't turn up. I thought. I thought Celtic. Yeah. I thought Celtic were excellent, and I thought that. Um, I think Rens or Rains, will do really well to finish second to Celtic. Boom. In Worf. this
0: group. Well, that that that's what I was going to come on to because oh, obviously yeah,
1: Cluj, um,
0: as Boud rightly predicted, Cluj beat Lazio um, in the other tie. Does that? Does our result and that result does it make us
4: reassess our chances in the group? It opens up. I mean, we've got to remember it's one tie out of the six, so you know you, you will get shock ties. Lazio could go
1: on and win the next five games in this group, but I not think the way it, they're playing at home either. Yeah. But Inzaghi is under an immense. I'd be surprised if Inzaghi sees out this qualifying group, which which is good for us.
4: Yeah. And, uh, and I agree with us. Back but I, I was I was the one saying lats who aren't that good. That's the one prediction I made. Uh, I didn't I not question I not question. We've either. made a lot of predictions. But you I have made a lot of you just, hard. And finally <laughs> you might have got one right. Um but I I think our, our chances of qualifying are much higher and I don't think you would be looking at this before those two games thinking Celtic can win this group or you know, you wouldn't put a lot of stock into that, but now it's there for us to take, but
1: Ren, Bar, Lazio, it's fine. I think if we beat Cluj, and beat them quite convincingly, let's say we do a 3-0 number on them, uh, then you're looking at yourself thinking, if Ren and Lazio draw, uh, then we're also looking at this situation, where we're kind of ahead in the group, by, you know, but we're ahead of we're, we're ahead of the two teams that are will pro- probably challenge for the position because Cluj will be put to the sword with absolutely no question, questions asked, and
0: answers made. I mean that's what you would think, but it's Celtic and will probably will probably mess up. Nah, we'll bar- no,
4: but no, listen, I, let's. let's I don't know if you'd really. You probably just want Ren to pump Lazio so that we've got an easier journey to second, to be honest.
0: But, hmm. so Manny, we've kind of debated the. Um, the Champions League in the past, and whether we're really there f- to pick up checks rather than really compete because of the disparity in quality between us and then the top teams that you get in the the first two pots. Do you think, although you know there's such kind of pain and and we're all like very emotional when we do get packed to the Champions League, is this a better competition for us? Is this our level in terms of like of a football level? Maybe not a club stature level, but as a football team, is this a better competition for us to develop in?
2: It's, it's obviously going to be closer to our level. <coughs> um, even with the close result, close tie was a disaster. I don't know if you've seen Slavia Prague versus Inter um, in the, the first round of the Champions League um, games. Scored in, scored in the last minute, they did. They scored, it was in injury time. Um, they were quite lucky. I think I would say Slavia Prague deserved a win, and that's who we would have been paired against had we had we beat close, yeah. So, I think that underlines how hard it is to get there, first of all. And then, second of all, when you get there, you need a bit of luck to be competing, right? Especially where Rogers going and this Lennon just coming in, it probably wouldn't have been the best time for us to be in the Champions League. This gives us a position. I mean this result has done wonders for people's th- this and obviously the Rangers result has completely changed people's perceptions of Neil Lennon. He's went from the two op- bob cheap option um and you know, yesterday's man and somebody that should never have been brought back to uh the set and coming of Jock Steen in some people's minds. Okay, maybe that's a bit of hyperbole wow. there. But what I'm saying is people don't view Lennon now with the same disdain that they did because this was not only was the the result at Ibrox off the back of a great performance so was this. So obviously I don't I don't think we would have been c- capable of doing that in the Champions League. But in the Europa League it's much more it's much more the, the ground is much more fertile for us to kind of go forward and do something.
0: And one thing I'd I'd mentioned last week is how important the home games are going to be and personally I would like to see us hopefully try and win every one of our home games because it's been a while since we've really wow, well, Boud just done a thing with the mic, brand new mic. Um <laughs> that's his mic now. Yeah it <laughs> is now. That's Boud's mic. Right. Um so the home games I think if if we can if we can translate that form and go one better and, and pick up wins at home and make Celtic part if Park, we win
1: our three home games that would be ten points. Uh, I, it mean, would be very, very, very difficult not to qualify from this group with 10 points. Yeah. So I actually think we've got the hard hardest result out of the way, which is getting something on the road. Now, could we go to Cluj and win? Potentially, but Lazio haven't. So that kind of... If we win our three home games, essentially all we need to do is win our three home games and we'll be fine. Well, we're going to smash everybody, haven't we? No, I, I, mean, I, that's... Think, I, I think we're going to concede... A, we've conceded a goal from a penalty. I don't think we're going to... Prediction... We will not concede a goal from open. Okay, I'm not going to say that. That's <laughs> just a lie. But no, I mean, like you know, we are the 90 minute cynic, and we are we we do put a cynical spin on things, and we look at it from you know a diff- different perspective. But ultimately, uh, that you can't not be positive. You coming away that result that that performance against um, Rain was really really excellent. Mm. Um, all over the pitch, very disciplined. And as Chris Surmani says, Christopher. Um, Sarmani. <laughs> I don't that's know me. Uh, As somebody says though, like when we conceded that goal, we didn't capitulate. We didn't, you know how many? As you said, you know how many times have you, we conceded a goal, then we conceded another, and then it's game over. Like, it's, a, it's a it's performance
0: that gave you a bit of pride in what you were watching yeah. again. And w- there's been far too many times recently where, you know, obviously the Cluj game when we were absolutely incensed. But you know, watching that, I was actually so proud of them the way they were they were going about their business. But that's that. That's
2: yeah. exactly it. What you take away a point away from home is always a good result for us. But the 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 whole the overall stature of our of our performance and the way we handled ourselves over there, going back to the point I was making about Lenin. Lennon, okay, we're a touch of hyperbole, as I said, but people do seem to now have taken a lot of faith from him that that people are more confident of our chances going forward. Before that game, people didn't know how we would perform. And I think I would caution to say that we're going to smash everybody and, and, and do that. But I certainly think I, I'm fairly confident we'll qualify, and I wouldn't have said that before that game, and that's all to do with that performance. Yeah, and here's here's the other thing though, like, um,
1: you know, you're two results away from a, a crisis. That's just the nature Always of Celtic. That. Yeah. That's just
0: the nature of Celtic. But uh, equally, when they do put in a performance like that, when to highlight it and, and sing the praises of Neil, winning and the rest of them. Um, obviously, off the back of that, then we had the Kilmarnock game at the weekend, um, a game that. So some, uh, well, a couple of changes to the starting lineup. up uh, Bauer came in, the beautiful Bauer. I really, really fancy him. Um, the beautiful Bauer came in, and uh, Olivia Cham.
2: Did you see his uh, wee bit of translation for Eddie? I did. Oh, that was class. beautiful. What a boy. Aye. Beautiful. I'll watch it again.
4: That's fucking teamwork. Carry on.
0: Thanks, Kyle. Tenacious D. Um, so... Kamalik one, Celtic three. Yep. Thoughts? You were there, Chris?
1: I was at the game. Um, I thought it was. Um, I thought it was a really good performance. Like, you know, you can. I thought Kamalik were very disciplined. Kamalik were everything you'd expect them to be. Um, Celtic, I thought played really well. I thought down the left hand side at points we were devastating um James Forrest and uh, Bulengoli who, who Bolingoli was absolutely superb. Um right hand side were a little bit uh, there was a little bit of you know weren't as balanced um on both wings because Christie has a tendency to come inside, which is just his natural inclination, which meant Bauer didn't have as many options. Um every time Bauer was kinda of pushing up, there wasn't anybody kinda of running off him. He didn't have any he wasn't able to overlap the way that Ballongally was for Forrest. Um which meant that Bauer didn't have as many opportunities in the first half. I don't blame Christie for that. That's just it's just his natural game he cut in. Um but I thought we were balanced uh, everyone and this is the point. Everyone knew their job. Everyone knew what they were supposed to do. Um, the there's a great sense of togetherness within the squad. Well, which do I've you know that was or? one
0: thing I was gonna gonna mention because I watched the training video that went up on the YouTube today. Yeah. And I, I, I always like those all kind of behind the scenes things. Yeah. Um, but see the. The kind of atmosphere and the, the kind of camaraderie between all the players—it lo- really looks like a really happy group of players. Yeah, they are really quite tight and close. And I, you know, again, there's, there's players in the press like uh, Fraser Foster talking about Neil Lennon's man management skills. You know, maybe it is him. You know, we we know how he's, he's a good motivator and he's a good man manager. Clearly, that is something that. possibly he's had had an effect on
1: i said in the agenda not monday there but the monday before and i got right up christian wolf's beak which was terrific my point was if marco rose had came in at the same time as lennon had came in and we went out to cluj we went out in the third round but then we'd recovered the way we've recovered and we had the window the way he'd had the window People, we'd all be sitting here, and after the performance against Wren, we'd be sitting here saying stuff like, "This is uh, this is incredible." Marco Rose has done this is the continental way. Not only have we performed so well, uh, you know, away from home, so composed. We've also got this underlying youth that he's brought in and stuff like that. This is and the new Le we we've got here. Yeah, we'd be, go- <laughs> but we'd be going mental, yep. right? Getting our
2: magic hats on.
1: Um But the fact is, it's not. It's Lennon.
2: So what did they? Cheeky Chops, see.
1: Oh, Cheeky Chops was just saying, uh, that is not true, uh, we, uh, Lennon gets too much, blah, 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 oh, I've got some sausages, do you want some sausages? <laughs> I don't know why, he was <laughs> I don't this.
2: know where I came from, but uh, I liked it. I yeah, I, I liked it
1: too. No, but I, ju- I just think if, you know, we didn't want Lennon, there's no question, but if we sit here and continually pillory the man, even when he's doing well, it's just, it's a bit tiresome. Speaking of that. We're, going to, we're going to give him criticism when he deserves it. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> speaking On you go, Ben. Take the floor. Um,
4: Everything you said was absolutely correct. Great win at the weekend, but you you mentioned Christie. I I think that was a it wasn't a great decision. Why isn't he just dropping, uh, McGregor or Brown if he wants to fit cham in? Chamon? Why are we pushing Christie out to the wing? It
1: didn't ha- Christie scored and it didn't have a detrimental effect on the team. Christie could still be in the the game. You could have just played. Do you think it was that big there? a deal? I,
4: it's just it's what screwed us over in Cluge. No, a more extreme example of it Put, forcing someone in the team and not just playing players in their positions mm-hmm. I just yeah I, I just if, if I'm going to we hear what you're saying you want Brown out I, I get you why would I want Brown out we've seen he can play in multiple positions as we've seen at the weekend what was that Sli- about
1: any means necessary how dare yeah. you that's slipping
2: right back Scott his bloody slogan Guy again there now. we
1: go fucking flip-flop Thought you should have supported them the way that Louis don't always even had.
2: let him pack his bags I'm yes, gonna, I'm going to uh, concur with my... Uh, of course your esteemed colleague. My esteemed colleague here, Christopher. I, I, I See in terms of it being the performance, I was at the game as well, and I thought that, that in parts it was good. I thought we went back a wee bit to the old Rodgers days, shall we say. There was a lot of aimless passing side to side. Um, then Kumarnock scored and we got professional. We stepped up, our play really became more sharp, more succinct. We got all three, we got the three goals pretty quickly. Um, well, end of the first half, and then we, we put it beyond them. And then I thought we kind of regressed a wee bit into, you know, I, I don't think we were ever hugely in danger. I just think we were a wee bit sloppy in possession at times. It felt awkward for me having Forrest on the left um, and Christie on the right. Christie's, the work rate you've got with christies is, he, you know, buzzes all over the park. With, with Forrest on the left, I just feel he's wasted there.
4: Oh, sorry. I was just going to say this game in particular. Though Forest was, he was electric. He was insane.
0: Yeah,
1: I, th- th- I thought he, I thought he was brilliant. I really, but then he's, he's even more so
0: like that because he's probably not in his natural position, so he's often drifting into spaces that he probably he had wouldn't a very attacking
1: fullback behind him overlapping, which meant he could do more with his game as opposed to El Hamed, who doesn't is he's more of a defensive uh, defensive style rather than you know going forward. He'd listic behind him before that. Mm. You know, Bauer might actually, Bauer might be more attacking because he seemed to be up How did, high.
2: Well, uh, d- to going back to that about, about Forrest being excellent, there was a, a few times where he was, <sighs> obviously, when he, he was, he, he can't get to the byline in the same way as he can and he cut back a few times and it just seemed awkward for him. I thought, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think Bolingoli's attacking performance really shone through, and I think that that helped him. I wouldn't be comfortable with Forrest playing there going forward. No, I I wouldn't his best positions on the right. Yeah, and it's on the right, and I would agree with you. I did say previously, I've no problem with accommodating players elsewhere on the team if it's not to the the detriment of the shape and things like that. Um, I might have said that in the reaction. I can't remember when I said that. But at the same time, I, it seemed awkward, and I do I do think the most the most um, natural idea, answer to this would be to drop either one of McGregor or Brown. And I think yeah. I'm not saying that because I think you should drop them. I'm saying that because I think both of them play too much football.
1: Yeah, so. but I, what I would say is Kermarnik are pretty much the fourth best team in Scotland. So it's a game when you yeah we no, well we're well, not going to go down the stats route, but right now they are performing as the fourth best team in Scotland. So. Exactly. Actually, they're performing as the third best team in Scotland, even though they're in fourth. Sorry, I'm getting that mixed up. the The fact of the matter is that we need to win that game. That wasn't a, that wasn't a Hamilton at home. That wasn't a St Johnston at home. That Kamanaka have won the last not conceded in three goals in uh, three games. Mm. So we needed to win that game. So I, I, would, I would, a stronger I, team. I, I would, I would agree with you moving forward that if. His if when to bring in Cham into the, the thing he has to do. It. If he does that every time, then I'll maybe go. Mm, I don't know, but let's not underestimate the opposition there because we they, we needed to beat them. I
4: yeah, I, I agree. We had to beat them, but it's not as if I mean, Elianu you're not confident. I know he's not played very much for us.
1: I don't know if Mikey Johnson was fit yet. I think the understanding was he would have been fit, but El, wasn't playing for a reason because LNC would have played. He's played He played three three games in a row, and that's the first time that he's yeah, been... he's played a, a lot of football and a short bit, space of a, time. Yeah, a lot of football and a short space of time having not played for so long. Yeah. So LNC thingy, MJ, uh, you know, I think it's better... Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, but the, the, the fact of the matter is, M- it's a M- tougher game than we think.
0: Yeah, MJ needs some minutes again, but I'm sure we'll come to that He needs managed well, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, just bef- before we move on, um, Bower, how was Bower? How how do we think Bower's doing compared to say El Hamid? Are they different? Are they different fullbacks? I'd say yeah, so. I'd
4: say they're very different fullbacks. Seems more attacking to me. He's got a great cross on him
1: when he hits it right. I thought his passing was sloppy
2: at times. I was going to say that. Yeah. I, I think. But then f- another
1: guy who's not played a lot of football. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's yeah. A, bit, a bit just. Part, you know sometimes you can tell when someone makes mistakes because they've not played and they're not fit and other times you're just like oh you just might not be very good at
2: passing he yeah. came into the game though I'd say yeah, yeah. and his assist his assist yeah. is excellent for Eddie
1: oh, I'm not I'm not absolutely not writing him off or anything. you just did.
2: you just wrote him off I you
1: now him. you're flip
2: flopping <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't have that like queued up no,
2: shit no.
0: <laughs> um, you mentioned Eddie Eddie um, he doesn't celebrate
2: but he scores goals Oh, I, I just I seen that not long before I went out. Nicholas was it Charlie Nicholas Charlie just Nicholas him out for for not celebrating. All right, fair enough, Charlie.
4: Charlie struggling for relevance.
2: Nicholas, that's it. Yeah. But
4: um, you see, Eddie
0: got back at him on on the old Twitter box today.
2: Yeah, that's the way the kids do it these days. Hey, I know. What, what? He, he said uh, um,
1: something along the lines of, "I could get
0: him ba- back
2: basically, basically, it was like
0: that, that's how I celebrate my goals. If you don't like it, then it's your problem. It's your me. problem, I.
1: Charlie
4: Nicholas is just a tip. See, oh, you know who
1: champagne Charlie is. I, I mean, he admitted that he doesn't watch our games, so he he's admitted that he doesn't get to see the Celtic games, and then he comments on the players. Yeah. I almost like, it's like fucking. It's even as younger, I kind of
4: I had pity for ex Celtic players because to get a job in the media, they had to kowtow a wee bit and sing the praises of angels and talk Celtic down. I mean, that was the only way they could get a job. But eat the lamb. It's two thousand and nineteen. Charlie, you know what I mean?
2: Get a grip. Ah, but I don't know why he, he weighs in. He's got a gig on... Yeah, he, uh, he, he doesn't have to eat the succulent lamb. What is it Sky Sports on. or whatever. Sky we? Sports, where the other, Ejits, whoever's on that panel, I've not seen it in ages. Paul Merson uh, and... Paul Merson. I mean, he, he can go on there, mispronounce words and talk about his beloved Arsenal. Nobody's really got any interest in Charlie Nicholas. I mean, Charlie Nicholas played had two good seasons, two or three good seasons for us in the early 80s. Let's not talk about his second spell. Yeah. Right? People of a certain age, or a certain vintage, might look fondly back in Charlie for what he did in the not early 80s. No, for us. not for us, not for us that didn't remember a 90s pal. Yeah. We only remember him and how much he a fat tube he was when he was playing for us at the time. He did Frank. produce some amazing photoshoots, though. He did. Oh, he was the epitome of the 80s, the guy. I'll give him his due, you know. Aye. He was uh, champagne Charlie, innit? Yeah.
0: Before we um, go on to talk about my favourite Frenchman that plays centre-half for Celtic. Oh, hello.
2: <laughs> Remember, I claimed them.
0: I claim everybody. Um, let's have a listen to what Neil Lennon said today at the press conference about um, certain players arriving at their peak. Neil, can you put uh, your finger on why you've got so many players peaking at
4: the same time,
3: particularly Eduard and Christie, which they put the form in I'm delighted with the, the form. I just hope they maintain it. You know, um, the... They are good players, you know, and they're playing with a lot of confidence. There, there may be a dip here and there as we go along in the season, you know. They are still relatively young. But Ryan, I think now for the last sort of year, you know, people talk about him coming on the semi final. of this competition last year, and he's not really looked back since then. And since again, I think he's got more to come from his game, but he's playing at a very high level. Forest is forest. And again, I say that and it's almost as if I'm taking it for granted. I do not take for granted what James does year in, year out and um it's just a question of keeping them happy and keeping them fit and keeping them, you know, bubbling over but it's not just about those three or four, you know some of the other guys are really coming on to the game as well. playing for in the life to be fit for lot. We how comfortable he was getting shots off? No I mean it's it's an aspect of his game we know he can do in my first spell here as manager he did it and did it very well and I thought him and Ball and Gully down the left hand side first half, you know, in particular were excellent. So it, it just gives you another variation of the way you want to play or, or use Jamesy. And he's so intelligent that he can, you know, play out of position so well. Ryan again played in a diff- slightly different position on on Sunday, but when he comes inside he can either get a shot off or open the game up. So it's just a nice sort of variation of our attacking player that I like the use sometimes.
0: So Marcus McLeod was uh... At the press conference today, and and asked those those questions to Neil Lennon. Um, he, he obviously was touching on Forest, but it was also talking about Ryan Christie. And we've got Ryan, aye, Ryan Christie, Ryan Christie. Um, we've got a great kind of spine to the team, or at least right now the, the form of the kind of spine of the team is has, has been really good. Um, Julian, yes. getting a lot of rave reviews after both the ends game and the uh, the
4: Comarnic game. Mm. Uh, we didn't really talk about the goal.
1: Yeah, the, the goal was a mix. Yeah. It was... Uh, Julie, oh, go Oak. Two
2: players at fault for me.
1: Ayer and Bauer. Or Julian.
2: Ayer and Julie. Julian. Julian. And I thought the slack pass earlier in play from McGregor. Oof. It was under a bit of pressure. McGregor was a bit slack in, it, on Saturday. He was he was really, really good against Wren. The midfield three were all brilliant against Wren. And... Um, and I, people have been talking about how McGregor's looked jaded and tired. I thought he looked a bit like that in uh, Sunday. A um, couple of misplaced passes, because I think he'd, I still do think he needs he needs a few games to you know to rest up because he's played far too much football. But yeah. I thought there was a slack pass in the passage of play from him earlier there on. There was Nick a couple, was couple over of, a slap, bit of slack from him in the whole game.
1: Julian, I thought uh, I mentioned this the other day about how Julian might be a better defender when we're under pressure. He's quite slow, isn't he? When he's got the ball and he's got time. But that's what I was there for. No, it's fine. I mean, I, I, this isn't like a big... That's not a big I, thing. It, it, should, it shouldn't be a problem overall. But I think we'll find him having fucking beh- behemoth-like performances at places like Renaway and Latsu away <laughs> and Ibrox and Patoji. At home, when he's got a lot of time on the ball and he's got a lot of space in front of him... You know, it might make the odd mistake, which is fine. But no big deal.
0: By God, is he an upgrade on what we've had at centre half? Oh no, I over, think I, I think past few years, I think he's class.
4: Could I do. Really, like absolutely legendary pairing. If we keep him for long enough, yeah.
1: And I think we will. I think we'll get maybe three seasons out of two of them together. I do. Mm. Do you think they've shown signs of a good partnership so far?
4: Absolutely. It's Short, it's short, short piece of yeah, time, but I think it, it
1: it's, literally, it's literally three get two yeah. games, three games, three games. Yeah, yeah. they haven't
2: played it together very much. You would hope that Julian. Julian's experience and the fact he's a bit older than i will brush off an Ayer, and that's not me saying Ayer's a diddy or <laughs> <No. laughs> It's just that you may forget he's still young yeah. because the amount of football he's played, first at like Comanek and then came in and he's become a mainstay, and he's still rough around the edges at the time. I think you've seen that in the Ren, the penalty. The penalty. Yeah. it was a bit. It was a bit to, to jump in like that when he, you know, he, he could have st- stood them off and. You know, I think Alan said it at the time, you know, make the guy do something special as opposed to gift it to him.
3: Yeah.
2: And sometimes he's quite grabby, shall we say, in terms of climbing over. He actually
0: grabbed a, he grabbed another boys' top, like, after yeah. the penalty incident but and could have get done
2: again. But we forget his age. He's still young and you, you, you've got to hope. One of the things over the last few seasons is we've not really had a settled pairing. It's been dropped and changed some Univich, Bayatov, you know, different guys coming in.
1: I think Denier and Virgil Van Dyke is the last time we had a really settled yeah. partnership.
2: Yeah. That that you could As in right.
1: settled for a whole season. Like yeah. not you know, you we had, you know, maybe ten or fifteen games we I settled. I'm talking about a whole season. Yeah. Van Dyke and Denier, that's probably the last time.
2: Well that's something that I think you always build stability on that. I always think when your defence is unsettled, I, I think it shows, and I think it did under the rat. Whereas I would have them two as my first choice pairing, easily. That that would be my first choice pairing. And I'd hope they get it kind of flourish together and go forward. So early signs are are, are quite positive for me.
0: And French Eddie again uh, with another
4: brace. Oh, he's just something else, isn't he?
2: He's... a um,
4: header as well. I'm trying to think how many headers he's had before. Six. Good call, good number. <laughs> yep, love so it. That was a stat. <laughs> stat. That was a
0: stat. It's, it's not doubt. a fact, though, is it? No facts are stats. Stats are facts. Oh, but you.
1: Unless it's XG and then it's just make-up season. Oh, but you, you just be that up. up that's you. not true. Six headers. Check, you? You're check, looking at me. Check it. Check the facts. So what you're doing is you're Eddie saying tell you I knowing can
0: knowing even tell you the games. Go. Oh, look at the panic. Rangers. Look at the madness. wool.
1: You, what,
4: we know what? you can name Scottish you know, football, football teams. name six
2: football teams he picked. <laughs> halfway through, he yeah, forgot. That's all the stuff. Could have Mr. Harriers. I mean.
4: <laughs> Stoke. <laughs> How dare you?
0: Um, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> um, but yeah, French, French Eddie, we've got to enjoy him while he's here because he's he, he is go- going off on a different level
1: right now. Better than Dembele yet, Christopher? Uh, I don't think he's... I, I honestly don't think it's comparable and I don't think it's even worth mentioning. He's his, he's his own striker in his own right. He's got his own qualities and I just... I'm not thinking about anything other than watching him in the next game I, and I, I just... I, I think the guy's an absolute treasure. He's a pleasure. He's a treasure. He's terrific. He's hit terrific and,
0: and when he decides to go, we will give him our full backing and blessing. Oh, you will. Oh, send him oh, on you his won. way.
1: Great, OK, I'm going to. Oh, no, I depends, will.
2: Depends
0: when. Uh depends <laughs> when and how. But um, <laughs> as long as he ticks those two boxes, we'll be fine. Um, very quickly, the rest of the results from match day six of 33 um, Ross County 1 2 1 um, away to Motherwell. Aberdeen beat Livingston 2 0 away, which, considering Aberdeen's form of late and Livingston's form of late, that's pretty good. Um, St Mirne Hamilton was 0 0. Uh, Rangers won 4 0 against St Johnson. 4 nil going on 2 each. Yep, uh, a couple of um, honest mistakes in, in there. And uh, Hearts won the Edinburgh Derby 2 1 to. Basically send Craig Levine going absolutely tonto, getting up his own fans, because they wanted them out.
2: Well, when the bar is as low um, as Hibs and Hearts have set it, either one of them beating the other one really shouldn't have caused for much celebration. Um, although that was a very nice goal from Aaron Hickey. Oh aye, that's lovely. Ex Celtic player Aaron Hickey? Ex Hearts, ex Celtic, now Hearts again. Link with Man City.
0: Maybe we Celtic next. Never know. Probably not, well, but you never we, know. We don't really need a right back, do we? Uh, no, you're correct. We have a right back. We found them.
2: We have got several.
0: We have several. Um, so that brings us to uh, tomorrow night, which is the League Cup quarter final um, against Partick Thistle. Partick Thistle, who have just changed manager, um, so. <laughs> Ian McCall, Ian McCall, yeah, is back in charge, and Alan Archibald is assistant. So Alan Archibald, who was sacked a year ago as manager, has now came back as assistant.
1: Yeah, I think it's all part of the. Um, they're both Hibs legend um, Hibs, they're all both part of this' Thistle legends. Um, specifically, Ian McCall, so. Yeah, I'd, if you're not getting, it's one of those things where it's like, why? Have you, why did you come? You know, why are you going back? It's like, see, if you don't have a gig and you don't have a job, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you know,
2: you so. play for Parthick this, you you get a job for life. John Lambie, Jerry Britton,
3: mm-hmm.
2: Alan Archibald, Martin Hardy, him as well. Probably not get a job. And Ian McCall. Once you are employed by them, you can go away and leave, but you can come back anytime you want. That was just an observation,
0: though. It was quite an impassioned observation. to be fair to to you. So, is
2: John John Lambie did he pass away? Yeah, I
1: think so. Yeah, so he's not. Jerry Britton's your favourite Celtic striker of all time. Jerry (laughs) Britton. Yes, that you told me that before we started
2: recording. I did. I did. Jerry Britton.
1: Jerry Britton and Willie Faulkner are your best, (laughs) best two best players. You said that
2: to me. Good beggin, good little one. That is the dream team partnership.
1: Uh, And if you were playing a front three in Europe tomorrow. You would have Brian McLaughlin, Willie Faulkner, and Jerry Britton as your front three. That's just what you said. I don't know why you're you're kidding on now. Because you said
2: you said right. Uh, you were going to get fit, and that your inspiration was Mike Galloway Good, wow. ma-
1: good man. Good man. <laughs> scored scored against Bayern Munich for for Hearts.
2: Which wasn't when he was playing for Celtic, so we'll no interest in that. Um. Anyway, he was, let's, good, he was good at Hearts. Let's move he on. You Celtic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, 90s ah <laughs> you're just saying a bunch of names I don't know um, so the league cup against Partick um chance to rotate or do we you know do we go serious and go full strength considering it's a quarter final Thistle
1: have not won a league game this season they uh, have got two points from uh, from all all games they've dro- so they've drawn two games um, they're bottom of the table uh, I did a thing with Christian um, we did a preview it's going to be out on Wednesday morning, but Christian goes through some of the stats, and so people think oh, Thistle are just really unlucky and they actually are better than the results show not really, essentially so they're not actually playing that well either, it's not like they're playing well and they're just unlucky they're just not playing that well, however McCall comes in he's got a free hit no yeah. matter what happens tomorrow he could, if Celtic absolutely do them he can just say, I've got a really big job in my hands and everyone will go Well, first game, fair enough. If they get something, they're in the semi-finals of the League Cup and he'll be the guy that got So, I think, let's watch what we're doing here in terms of you know, oh we need 11, we need to change the entire team, uh, you know, to me I would just get the game won first
0: well, Neil Lennon's all, already said that Craig Gordon will play oh, um, right, in okay. goals and that some other players um, some other players will be rested and players with kind of niggling injuries so he kind of
4: intimated that there might be quite a few changes I, I understand what Chris is saying and the cups are important but I think we absolutely should be making changes I think it's fair oh, I think they
0: make changes That I cut a I cup that Neil Lennon's never won yeah. okay.
4: uh, as manager he as, as, the, as uh, manager team.
1: yeah as manager he's not won
2: so he beat in the final didn't we? yeah Aye. it's
1: very much a France have just get rid of their league cup kind of like if, 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 if they turned around, if they you know if they turned round next season and went like right, the league cup, we're not going to do the league Geek cup anymore. Would anyone really care? I would
4: normally say it's nice to be able to do a treble, but we've just completed trebles. Yeah, so we literally have completed trebles.
1: Uh, it's so kind of old hat now.
2: It's it's one of those ones. I mean, you don't want to lose it because you don't want to. Because we're in momentum. the quarterfinals.
1: Quarterfinals is too yeah. far in that.
2: if it's got the finals, but, uh, but at I the same any, time, these are the games that you really should be seeing. Let's not play Scott Brown. Let's not play Edward. Let's not play. Who, who would
1: you rather rest, Scott James Brown or First. McGregor? Though. Either, either of them. But would you? You wouldn't rest both. Is my point? I don't,
2: no, probably not. So I mean, well, you maybe could. I mean, it's. I, oh, I know, but this. But but this is the whole point. I mean, you, you don't want to lose, but you don't want to put too much stock in it, do you? I mean, you've got you've got players who.
1: If we went out, if we went out to Thistle tomorrow. If the, we went out the, to Thistle
2: tomorrow and we played a reserves team people would go over it quite, pretty quickly. Huh. Yeah. Let's see if we made wholesale changes.
0: I know, but it's, a, it's, a, it's too big an opportunity then to criticise new enemies. Crit- just giving Rangers
1: a fucking trophy. Yeah. And I'm it not in that. Criticises
0: every, everybody for not winning a treble, or oh, that's the treble-treble time gone and all that. Oh, you'd do that now. Eh? No. <laughs> Talk about the mainstream media, you know? The, the I think people. I think
1: we are the guardian shit. We are the guardians. Guardian shit. We are the garden Guardians, I can't speak. We guardians. are the guardians. Garden, garden shit. Of... Scottish football trophies and I'm no giving Rangers a fucking sniff. Okay. So we're winning this thing. We're doing the treble again. We're not dropping
2: it, we're not resting any players. Alright. Right, We've just got to play a full strength side.
0: Well, for the sake of the next fifteen minutes of this show, we're gonna to need to um talk about positions. So Gordon starts and goals. Who do we go at the back boude?
4: Hey. You've got so to pick four of the players. That okay, that, well, unless yeah. I want to do three at the back. No, no, Maybe. four. All right. Um, first of all, I think it's fine playing Gordon. Gordon should be able to walk into any other team in Scotland, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> is that Just the right name? Yeah, yes. Um, Greg Taylor. I mean, you give him a wee run out He can't play. He's cup tied. Ah, oh, fuck! So he is. Is he? Yep. He's, he's cup tied. He can't play. Little shite. That's my team out there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so, I suppose you go with Bally. Um I don't know, maybe you go with. Uh, uh, I don't know, Frimpong's a right back, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, Frimmers.
4: I, think, yeah. I, I was actually thinking Frimpong or Bauer, who do you go with at the right back? I, I would know.
1: probably just play Bauer. If Frimpong was a left back, I'd be tempted to play him if, if yeah. Greg Taylor's a um, thingy. But aye, I would go. Um, I'd go by
4: I heard Julian, I think you probably stick with because you just want to yes. build their partnership up.
1: Uh, Julian went off injured, but he said it's n- yeah. it's nothing to worry about. I still don't know if you maybe just say we h- away, that h- on that,
0: Yeah, one one thing that, that I think I think maybe Pong will play tomorrow. Um, he trained with the first team today, whereas other um, other kind of young players that have came in, the likes of O'Connell and Okoflex and Dembele, um, they all played for the reserve team today. So. You know, would, would they a, potentially play tomorrow? I don't know. Um, so I think Frimpong might start it right back. Um, Centre halves?
1: I would just go, I'd, I'd go Ayer and Julian. I'd like to cement that together. has um, not played, you not got to remember, he didn't really play up until just after Cluj consistently. So he's actually not played as many games as, as, as we think. So absolutely, Ayer, I'd, yeah, just play them together. Let's let's get uh, let's get let's gel a partnership with them because uh, uh, there isn't really anyone else. Beat on. he's just still coming back from injury. I don't know if he's match fit. Aye, I'm just thinking: was it not one of his first games at centre back was against Partick Vissel when he, he played, messed play, up? Yeah, he, was, he should have given away a penalty that he didn't give away, but I'm not really say that's be. a reason not to play him. But I just Aye, as that, that I you brought said. you brought it up. So, yeah. if you didn't bring it up, then we, wouldn't, we would have been moving on now. So, so essentially, one. what you're doing is you're bringing it up to make that point. Another what? one
4: under the boat bus. Yeah. <laughs> you He's remember the TV show Jags?
1: Jags? Yes.
4: It's just just something else I brought up because we're playing Jags. Jags. Uh, it was the
1: military. Military cops or something? Military or cops. Something? I don't Jag. Know. It was just Jag. Jag. So um, and it was. Yeah, it was like the military. It was it wasn't even it, was, it wasn't even the
2: military. It was like the air force police. Yes, this sounds like a tea time Saturday night. Piece it was of a tea time. Ta- yes, a, a, a in soul. the nineties.
0: Piece of shit, just <laughs> like Barnsley oh, Nineties. <laughs> um, so midfield, I'm I'm just gonna throw a name out there because he was training today, and I'm I'm personally a massive massive fan of trainings of trainings. Abu Kwasi. Abu Kwasi. I think we've got
1: a question. Curveball. Have we? Cause yeah, I'm just not been on the Twitter box. let, today. let me just check. Um, but speak amongst yourself for now. Uh,
0: yep, yeah, we'll just uh, fill some time. the uh, The new young, very young. I think he's only like fifteen, sixteen uh, year old Norwegian boy. He trained today for the first time with the first team, I believe. Position to see Center, play. Back. Center back. half. Um, all cap yep. sixty
1: seven asks Kwasi Wednesday. Yes or yes?
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I never, ever got off the Kuwassi train. I, I just... I, unless I, I did. I didn't mean to.
1: And you wanted to play him in that Glasgow Derby
2: about three years ago, <laughs> remember? Stand by that, man. Yes. Kuwassi's yeah. going to come good. Get him in. I, I don't see why not. That's...
4: As much as we've get a really strong group of central midfielders, we're still one shy, I think, and Kuwassi could be that one. So, I I say give him a...
1: Oh, by the way, I, this is us talking. I don't think like Lennon will even have in the squad, but, you know...
0: I mean, that we talk about um, Boud's shit predictions, I predicted at the start of the season that he would be the player of the season. <laughs> he is uh, yet to collect a minute.
1: Well, I'll tell you this, Ryan Christie this time last year was on the way out, and then he was up for player of the year, so, you know. Still time. Still time, pal. So,
0: personally, midfield three, I would be putting him in. I would be putting in Tom Rodgick. Of course, you would. Because he is the, the greatest. greatest.
2: Did uh, you were at the game and uh, on Sunday? Did you like the bit where he was played through? I felt a <laughs> I thought that was a wee shame. <laughs> what happened? He he, he just ran it. Oh, just oh he ran it. He was. I, out m- of steam. I must
1: have missed that. I, I must have been at the toilet. Did this. <laughs> he just looked really. He looked really. On. He looked really massively. I I don't want to. Do say you know how thick. hard
0: it is to run in slippers?
1: I how mean, how hard on. it is for him to run in slippers yes. with a cigar in his hand Tam's going to need lots of minutes before he's anywhere close to being a but surely this beat. is a perfect game to give him
0: yeah no notes. no I think
1: I
2: think, yeah Aye. of course League Cup die against Pathy Criswell is Don't. the stage for him some right, so who's out.
1: your midfield three now?
2: Uh, Kouassi Tam <laughs> starts him yeah. brilliant
1: Brown got to be Brown
2: Brown, yeah. you,
1: can't, you can't be too soft in that midfield. I don't think.
2: Brown, Browntown, Brown, Brown Kaurasi, Rodic. I'm just, I'm just naming players <laughs> that I haven't played for a while. So yeah, that bit.
1: But,
0: hey. I mean, you want to rest as many players as I possible. I like established Kwasi.
4: that.
1: What about and Cham? Cham is I was going to mention.
4: He needs some game time. I think. Just beneath them. Kaurasi, <laughs> Christy and Cham. There you go. Have that dinner time lads
1: that's too they've just not played we're talking about our entire midfield it's having Sen- centre and midfield. it's fine it's not important. It's not, no, important it's not important any of them would walk into oh, any, any team in Scotland is this your Bell. new yeah, thing is this your new is this your new gimmick it is. is this the new where's my right back any of those players would walk into yeah. any team in Scotland
0: correct it's a bit, bit long for a t-shirt <laughs> if, uh, I don't think that's going to work maybe a
4: bandana
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> big Hulk Hogan or a belt <laughs>
0: Makes <laughs> more sense. Jesus, um, who plays out wide, Christopher?
1: Um, for me, it would be uh, Schwed and Eliausi.
2: <laughs> Does Schwed even exist anymore? Schwed, <laughs> maybe. I thing. would play Karamoko Dembele <laughs> and Frimpong. <laughs> I think he can play further forward. Yeah.
1: Um I? I don't know. I, I would. I would. So here, I wouldn't rest too many people. Um, so I would keep Ryan Christian. Yep. because I think Ryan Christie Ryan Christie and but Cham- Jesus, surely Ryan- he's going to need a rest oh, at some the, point soon as well.
4: I get think he needs one now but we've got, we've got to be careful of that we don't want to just say oh we need to rest our midfield and just run Ryan Christie no, but,
1: yeah but we also need to realise we have to win this game as well and th- sticking in three guys who A. haven't played a lot of football and B. have played no games together at all. Just get bad news written all over it. Christie yeah, a bit of not. But this is, the bit it's not about who we're you're going to play. It's about who you're. We're at, just
2: like. fringe players here. Let's be perfectly honest.
1: Ryan Christie should play, and Cham should play, and Tam should play. Ryan Christie actually sit. Ryan Christie where Scott Brown plays, uh, put in Cham in the six, and then put um eight. sorry in the eight, and then put uh, what do you call him, logic uh, as a free role. Fuck it, I think that would work pretty well. And Cham and Christie, I think, would actually kind of connect quite well together. Out wide, I would rest Forrest, I would play Mikey Johnson on the left, and if Shved's available, I'd play Shved. If Shved's not available, uh, maybe even just play Elianoussi there, because he can switch wings and he can play on on the right and on the left, so...
0: Arzani, is he back? You know, we've still not
1: seen him. Yeah, I don't know. We've got so many sort of wee guys who... Just haven't kind of kicked on. Sved, I thought by you know by the cup starters at October, I he's thought he got that built
0: on Europe, but then he just disappeared. He got injured though. He, he I think I think, he, I think he took an okay on
2: an international.
1: Gym. Aye, so he's whether he's uh. or not, I don't know. Alzani, you know, I I just I don't know. I don't even know what position he plays. People say he's a winger, but then they describe him like he's a number ten. Yeah. I've so an, until until we actually see him play, then
0: I don't know. Bold prediction because they're so accurate. Striker. Striker, oh, eh? striker, sorry, yeah. Um, okay, well, I'm going to throw my two cents in. Big Bio. Bio's the man.
2: Mm, it's got to be Willie Faulkner and um, <laughs> oh Jerry no, Brooks. And I would play uh, Mike Galloway just behind him. I was a bit harsh on Mike Early. Yeah. Do, you
1: know do you know who your favourite player of all time is, though? And you think People when he was Celtic, he was brilliant, was uh, Pat McGinley. <laughs> 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 well, he doesn't know who Pat McGinley
2: is. <laughs> I've heard the do you know, name. Do you know who you thought. Got a really b- a bad deal at Celtic, but it was actually a great player, yeah. Martin Hayes.
1: He, hear me out, right? I've got <laughs> plenty of West Ham fans whose friends
2: did he not play for Arsenal. It was at Arsenal and West Ham? All uh, oh, right, okay. Carry on. But, I would play bio as well. I don't know if Martin Hayes did play for. Him. Oh Jesus! I uh, big bio <laughs> tuna bio <laughs> like, t- like tuna bio. I'm not having that. I- I've already stated my position on this tuna bio. Come on, it's good. You're a man of quality patter, Mister Boud. That's not in your, that's not in your top your upper echelons.
4: American Office, you a fan?
2: I do like it. Yeah. But why do you, you
4: know, not?
1: We posted that on the Twitter, right? Uh, the big you know bio, and Insarmani, and Sylvin in the group messaged me personally, <laughs> said, I don't like it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> when the standards are up there, I don't want them down there.
0: Um, Chris Bile. Uh I would go with. Yeah, I'd go with bio. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that the, the predictions,
4: prediction scoreline. If we go with that team, we'll get pumped. But <laughs> who's the winger? Who, who's
1: the winger who played for
2: West Ham? Then. Are the midfielder we bought? Stuart Slater. Stuart Slater. <laughs> aye, sorry, sorry, sorry. We spent a lot of money in Stuart Slater. Aye, aye. And he wasn't very good.
4: Do oh. you remember Tony Slattery? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Whose um, line is it anyway? To be fair. <laughs> uh, we will. Beat
2: them four one. So Manny. It will be three nil. All three goals. Oh, here we go. Coming from Love it. <laughs> Big Tuna. <laughs> the T man. Big T Bio. <laughs> Big
1: <tea. laughs> Chris. Um I, I, I look. I'm kind of between like a three nil comfortable three 0 and like a five nil mauling because the 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 leak goals and you know me and Christian talked about it on the preview. Um, this idea of a new ma- like a new manager coming in and you get a bounce from that is actually like a myth. It, it doesn't really you know it doesn't really work. It's not an actual thing. However, uh, I'm in between three. I will go four nil. I think four nil. I think you know this are terrible Celtic are in a good vein of form and.
0: Aye, 4-0 I think you're all being very conservative I'm going to say 8-0 I love it, Louis, I, I think it. we okay. are going to absolutely des-
2: a Destroy them <laughs> uh, See, when you've got no credibility <laughs> It's not on the line, <laughs> is it?
1: <laughs> Listen he, he knows now as well That's the thing It's a shame He used to kid on He used I'm, to be like No, take me seriously Now he's he's happy He's I, having a good time Of course,
0: you just got to Play your role when you know it That's it um, I'm going to put a couple of pounds on that And uh, the proceeds will go to My favourite charity Lloyd McCaffrey Foundation. <laughs> yes. Um Jesus. before we before we go just quickly, we do have a, um the game at the weekend which is away to Hibs. um Neil Lennon going back to Hibs where he got the win um last year when he took over. Um he went back and won. That's probably a tie that probably, you know, towards the end of last season when um was doing quite well with Hibs we would probably say that was going to be quite a tough tie now Hibs are kind of on the
1: slide aren't they are we worried about that I don't know like this could be the match that you know gets them sacked Uh, but it could also be the match where people say you know Give him a bit more time. I think Celtic will win comfortably. Um, I think he doesn't... Some of the quotes he's coming out with doesn't seem like he really wants to be there. Um, I mean, he literally said, maybe I'm the problem today. So I think the squad's in a bit of disarray. I think it'll be a comfortable win for Celtic, and it might be his jaws, to be fair. I think it'll be interesting to see the
0: lineup for that game if we resort back to... Because we had the same team that started the Hamilton game that started the Rennes game. So... Do you think Boudal will see a return to that? Do, are we starting to come across our strongest possible eleven, and then obviously
4: games like that in the league they play? I think, I think so. I think we'll see some players rested against Partick FSR, but then you'll basically see the team that will be pumping Cluj with. Nice. So, Manny, do you have
0: any worries about Hibs? away? we?
2: Um, I wouldn't say I've got any worries, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's a a gimme either, I mean they're not in good form but you're still going away at Easter Road yeah, um, yeah I, I, would th- I think we would win, we're probably getting them at a good time um, in terms of where their, their confidence is and if you know there should be a spring in our steps still so I think we'll win but I wouldn't go assuming that I think, you, although, although fair enough you
0: can't go into a game, especially a league game and, and assume you're going to win but I do feel as if we're starting to get that kind of feeling of Back. Yeah, that kind of swagger about things, or there's a wee bit of a, you know, we're just far superior to anybody that we're coming up against, and I think that's that's coming back after it being kind of eroded
4: a wee bit off of the back of the rat leaving. I think that's added to with the fact you know you don't you never like to lose a goal, but the fact we lost that first goal to Kelly and we came back same against Ren, Um I think that shows that kind of character that we've got and not just resilience head going down.
2: Yeah.
1: Any other matters, gentlemen? Um no. No, everything's sticking along. Uh, Patreon.com slash 90 Minutes Cynic will have a uh, analysis of the Kamarnock and Rennes game on Thursday. Um, on Friday, we have the Lunch Club uh, where we'll preview the Hibs game. After the Hibs game, there'll be an interaction podcast. And on Sunday, we've got Best of the Worst, which is a feature myself and Bowed. Uh, Barry Gallagher, and uh, Paul Carlin uh, recorded, which was a lot oh, of fun, um, where we pick our Best of the Worst. When you, you guys have got a podcast coming up probably in the next couple of weeks. Money and mccaffrey looking forward to that. Um, can I, I ask, it, when, when
0: is the next, has it been penciled in, the next um, biscuit tin?
1: Uh, it's not been penciled in yet. Would you like to be involved in it? Um, or do you just get questions? I just enjoy it. I just enjoy the listen. Yeah, the biscuit tin's very, very popular. Um, there was one on Sunday there. We're looking at, Mar- speaking to Martin yesterday, he's got some ideas for the next one as well. So I think we might put out more, Questions to patrons to um to get what well, maybe a topic we can talk about. Yeah. If they do any personal loan advice, that'd be quite good. I'd they, I'd come on then. Uh they might do it. We're gonna do something on Fergus McCann as well. Uh, what he did for Celtic and the more importance.
2: We need to mention Fergus coming yeah. on the park on Sunday. Um <laughs> terrific, <laughs> coming on the pod. <laughs> terrific bow tie. And then he got the train to air after the game. Yeah, that's <laughs>
0: right. You know Man Look the after the pennies,
2: will g- pounds will take care of themselves. That's what we said there. Oh, he didn't see. <laughs> didn't see? No. no, he was just on the train. Did you see him? No, I didn't get the train here. No, I seen the picture on Twitter.
1: As oh. soon as I asked that, I thought, "Why would somebody be popular on like social media?" Popular using Fergus was just
2: scalped
4: a couple of huns, <laughs> jump back to Glasgow. <laughs> Fergus uh, scalps the huns. <laughs> yeah. Wow. See that? He's not
0: going to.
1: Nineties.
0: So on that note. Eighties. Same thing. Um, <laughs> on that note,
4: Christopher Bowd, you've been a pleasure. Cheers, thank you, so have you. You sexy, sexy man. Thank you. Loving this trackie. You can pull it off, I couldn't. Uh, you can pull it off if you want. You can uh, pull right. him off if you want.
2: Sir Manny, you've been
4: a chore. His mum listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> I've
2: been a chore, yes. Thanks. Thanks for, thanks for having me on your podcast. Uh,
4: no,
0: th- thank you for, for being here. Um, probably not next week, but but thanks. I'll um
1: be. Christopher Gallagher, yeah, thanks for coming on my show. Thanks for allowing me on your show. I can confirm that next week we'll have, you know, all four mics will be terrific. So if there's been any sort of feedback or anything, it's just because this mic's crap. But blame uh, the PDP, whoever those delivery people, because they were supposed to deliver the mic today for scum. Subhuman scum.
2: Correct.
0: And on that note, we will see you down the street.